Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. Go on people's podcasts, get in front of other people's audiences, get on their stages. Even if they're really small, especially if you're starting out, that's where you're going to have to start out. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of Light Pink, best-selling author, three-time fitness world champion, and I'm a crazy multi-passionate entrepreneur. My journey has taken me everywhere from being a broke waitress, barista, retails associate, and personal trainer with massive anxiety and no belief in myself to later becoming a multimillionaire in love with my life. In 2007, my husband and I lost everything. We found ourselves hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt at rock bottom. We had no ideas and I had no education to fall back on. This is when I found personal development and learned everything I could about business, not by choice, but because I realized no one was coming to save me. The conversations on this podcast are going to let you know that you're not alone and that we all feel like we don't know what we're doing. 
We're going to give you the tools to help you face your fears, take action, start your business, and grow those massive dreams that are keeping you up at night. It's time to create a life that you can't hide from and put so much on the line that your higher self is forced to come out. You're going to stop waiting for someone to approve of you and you're going to anoint yourself. Because I'm obsessed about building businesses that give women a platform, I want to feature you. So if you text the word podcast to 310-496-8363, you can get your questions answered on our Q&A segment along with a shout out. And if you rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, we're choosing someone every month to get coached and featured on our show. It just might be you. So let's get started. Evans, welcome back to Questionably Awesome, where you're my co-host. How's your morning? Um, It's beautiful. And I got lots of mosquito bites because I'm in the South. Oh, it's that time. Is it super humid? It's really humid and it just rains. So all the bugs are evil. Oh, it's, it's yeah, it's real. When I go home, I forget about it. And it's like, oh, your ankles, like you, you really can't be exposed too much. I think it's usually like, what is it morning? And then definitely dusk. There's something about evening that they're like, oh, you know what? We watch Netflix all day, but before the sun sets, we have to go eat. Like they forget. And they just like, they're so bad, literally insane. So if you live in California, you don't really understand this, but if you are from the Midwest or the South, you can get eaten alive. It can feel that way. Yes. And isn't it crazy how in California, like I didn't get a bug bite any, all the years I lived there. Not one. Yeah. I don't really think I did either. I think I got a couple at the very end there. Cause we have, we had that like pond, random pond in our backyard (gasps) and it Mm -hmm. attracted, you know, some bugs. So it was very rare, but it was like a one-off and I would be so upset by it. I'd just be like, Oh, like they got me. One time I got bit by mosquitoes so bad. We were camping and it was like, it was a horrible horrible bug season. I remember my parents talking about it and I was probably, I'm guessing I was probably between 10 and 12 is I'm terrible with like remembering ages. Yeah. And we were in a pop-up camper, horrible bug season, already shared that, got eaten alive literally. And that night when we were trying to go to sleep, I couldn't sleep. Like it was so itchy. You know how they can just be like so horrendous and you start itching and you're like, yes, I, I was bawling. Like I remember just like crying because I could not, we were putting the stuff on it. Like we were dabbing it with all of this crap. And I had, I don't know what I was doing, but I literally must've just like sat outside and let them eat me alive. Oh my my dad, my dad was like, he's like, I'm just going to give her, I'm just going to give her like half a Bartles and James. And my mom was like, no, George, you can't do that. Like she can't have alcohol right now. And he's like, Cindy, she's going to drink this and fall asleep. And so he ended up winning and I ended up having a, a wine cooler and it was amazing. And I fell asleep. Bartles and James. That was like the original white claw was Bartles and James. It really was. (laughs) It's so great. So that is just like a standout memory for me where my dad really just like we bonded, you know, he like sat up and like had a Bartles and James with me while I, he was just like, it's just going to make you feel, but we can't do this often, but this is just because you, you can't get through it. So I don't know what he taught me there, but 
I think it's amazing. My mom just like yesterday told me this story. She was like, oh yeah, babies used to drink sugar tit. And I was like, mom, what is a sugar tit? And why did you just say tit? (laughs) And she was like talking about how the olden days of like giving your kids bourbon and stuff. I don't know. You yeah, I you. mean, you know, we're just talking. <laughs> we're not making this up. We are just stating historical facts. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, this is a I don't history podcast. I'm not sure what to tell you. So with that said, do you have a quote? I think we kicked that off with a bang. Yeah, we'll get right into that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> mine's from Lauren Graham, that actress who played on the Gilmore Girls. You know her? Oh, yeah. She's real cool. <laughs> She's, she said... As my friend Oliver Platt used to say to me about hopes and dreams, it's coming, just not on your time frame. Uh Ain't that the truth. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you know, if it came on our time frame, I just think life would be so boring and predictable. You'd be like, that job that I really want, I want it in two weeks and that's how it's going to happen. And you'd be like, oh, I got this job, yay. Like you didn't even work for it. There that was would be no so like, buildup or, or anything that would make you expand or strengthen or become someone different. You're just the same person getting everything that you want. And some people might be like, that sounds great, but it's really not. That's not actually how we're wired. So don't you think it's interesting? Like if you, when we just actually figure out how things work, even though it doesn't feel fair sometimes, what is, what is fair? Who's, yeah. who's to know, like in the grand scheme, when we look back on our life from who knows where we'll be heaven or, you know, maybe somewhere hotter. Um, yeah. <laughs> like who's to be like, that's really, thank God that's how it was because we would have just taken it all for granted and never grown. Like, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. There are all those movies about it. Like there are. Yeah. <laughs> we can't name any right now, but there's no, plenty. but I, I know that's a reoccurring theme. I feel like cocoon or something is a movie. And I just like anyone under the age of probably 40 right now. It's like, what the is hell like, is what? Just Google it. It was a show about, I think like old, it was a show about old people. That's all I remember. <laughs> okay. I, my quote, <laughs> maybe you look that, maybe you look up what that show is about. My quote, okay. um, is just from the good quotes page on Instagram. And it says, my friend just said to me, sometimes you have to make peace with the fact that you are the villain in someone else's story. Even if you thought you were doing the right thing, you don't get to tell them how to narrate their experience. And I just thought that that the quote has ended. This is my two cents. I just thought that that is one of some of the best advice that you can get because you don't get to be the hero in everyone's story, no matter how much you want to be. Sometimes you actually play the villain. And again, this is one of those things. Sometimes looking back, it's going to be the best role you ever got to play because it teaches you a lot about forgiveness and allowing people to have their own experience. And it can also be a role that they needed to look back on and say, oh, I really screwed up there. Wow. I, you know, I didn't take any ownership over what happened in that situation. And sometimes maybe they never will actually see what it was or why it played out that way. So I just thought it was really interesting that if we can let that be okay, and trust me, letting something like this be okay can take you like two to five years, maybe more. Um, But learning this lesson has been one of the biggest things I can learn because I've definitely unintentionally somehow still looking back, don't really know how, I guess I kind of do have played the villain in in some people's lives. I never thought about it like that, but we all have. That's an interesting perspective. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's just powerful. All right, so do we have a review? 
We do. And it's from Fido Fizzy. Fido Fizzy. That sounds like a, a, a fun day with a dog with a delicious beverage. Outside. Yeah, it sounds like a children's book. What'd you do today? Oh, a little Fido Fizzy. Fido Fizzy. Fido Fizzy says, I love how Lori truly wants to help and serve her listeners. The variety of content she produces is amazing. And I love how vulnerable and real she is. It's inspirational to see her and Chris showing hashtag relationship goals in their episodes. Thanks for serving. Oh my gosh. Fido Fizzy. I feel like you and I could have some fun over a Bartles and James. (laughs) My mom loves Bartles and James. They are delicious. I have a goal. Would you make this come true? I want to come and visit you. And I want to find, I want to have a Bartles and James or something similar Yes. You, you and your mom. She would be delighted. We'll throw in Adam too, because he's real fun. Chris can come too. Yeah. Chris can come too. Mm-hmm. Everyone can come. Yeah. Everyone can come, but we'll, we'll make up most of the conversation because we're the funniest. Okay. So is Adam though. He's pretty funny. He's pretty funny. I do like him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Okay. Now so. we're married. Okay. <laughs> now we're married. That's how that <laughs> happened. <laughs> What did you, how did you guys meet? I forgot. I'm good friends with his cousin in Charleston and she introduced us. (gasps) That's right. Was it love at first sight? I think it really was. I was like, I really like this person. For both, did he make you laugh a lot? Oh yeah. He like walked in the restaurant dancing. He's so funny. (laughs) I can totally see that. He like does that everywhere he goes though. And like a different, was he in a crazy outfit or had he not tapped into that yet? He had not shown me that side of him yet. Cause usually he wears, now he just wears short shorts all the time. <laughs> well, you know, he knows how to keep the romance alive in that marriage. <laughs> He's just like, look, I buy, this is not for me. I buy sexy things for my wife. Yeah. He buys shorter shorts than I, I don't even wear shorts really. I wear like a pantsuit. We wear anyway. like culottes. He wears like hot pants. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He'd do great in Brazil. Actually, any European country, because we could get him those Brazilian cut shorts, but I feel like he'd want them in like plaid or like with like June space sure. on them or something. I don't know. <laughs> Do you want a question? Sure. Are you done with that? You're like, this is, as the shorts get shorter, this is getting more awkward. Yeah, no, let's get a question. I, okay. This is from Bailey Barcelos. I really like this question. How do you balance the masculine get it done energy with the feminine energy when running a successful business? Mm. I like that question. I love this question too. So I'm in a very masculine season. And the moment that I said that though, I'm doing some very feminine things, meaning thoughts around how I'm approaching the masculine to keep it feminine. So although I have dates and deadlines and overwhelming like things to get done and goals. And it takes, it's requiring a lot of like energy and steam right behind it. It's very powerful. It's like very masculine energy, like get shit done mentality, but I'm also doing it with ease. So as, as hard as it is, I'm saying, how can this be easier? How could this be more fun? And how could this look more graceful? So it can look more graceful by me delegating more doing like giving more to people than I, than I'm even comfortable with. So the masculine wants to get it all done and do it myself. The feminine is like, but if you have great people, why can't you give more to them? Because they actually enjoy it. Like thinking of it in that way. Mm -hmm. And then also just switching it to fun being like how this, this is fun. Like, yes, this is challenging, but this is also, I get to expand myself. I get to, I get to have more fun. How could I do this with more ease? So Instead of saying, 
oh my gosh, this is going to take me forever. I'm like, okay, I am going to work as hard and focused as I can and get as much done as I can in this amount of time. So maybe it's two hours and then I'm going to give myself a bit of self-care, whatever this looks like, whether it's a 30 minute walk, a, a 30 minute run, maybe it's going and just like stopping in the evening and having a massage appointment at 6 PM so that you go and just, you stop and you reset and you remember that you're better when you have more energy and your head is clear. So we all know that we have those times when we've pushed so hard that you're saying you're going to work that night. I know that you've probably done this to Evans. Like we all do it. Yeah, like, I'm going to work all day and I'm going to just eat some dinner and then I'm going to work from six until nine o'clock tonight. You don't really get that much done. If you had energy yeah. and it was in the middle of the day, you could probably compress that down to an hour. So on those nights, I'm like, I'm going to do a little bit more and then I'm just going to call it a day because I'm going to get my energy and I'm going to finish this tomorrow when I have more energy. Just asking, how can this have a little more? How can you, you know, enjoy this more and how can you have a little more grace? What do you think? I love that. I like what you're saying about kind of the stopping and observing where you are because Mm. maybe the masculine side of you wants to keep going and push through it, like you said like doing those little things to pause and nurture yourself and those around you, because that will just help your business grow too. It really does. And, and the new ideas and the thoughts don't, they don't usually come in the push. They come in yeah. the, in the space. So space can feel so awful. If I'm being honest, when you feel like you have a lot to get, like, I feel like I have so much to get done and we're actually going to California to Laguna for the fourth, just Friday through Monday. And Ooh. I'm going to, do work there, but I'm also giving myself days of space because I want to look at my business from a set of fresh eyes and perspective. And I know that that's where ideas can come from, but it it can feel challenging to give yourself space. But I'm always like, Hey, ideas can't come in if you haven't created room for them. And it's just the truth. So making sure that you go and have the like time to just go and think about nothing is where all of a sudden a brainstorm will come in. So sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't, but most of the time it does. And you just have to trust that if you give, if you do it frequently enough, it's going to happen. So I like that a lot. You have another cue? Yeah. Okay. This is from (laughs) Jody Katzen. Jody says, I have worked with a few business coaches and I'm still have trouble still having trouble getting that first client. I work so hard on my post, but with a small following in the algorithm, I don't know how many eyes are actually landing on them. So I get easily discouraged. I guess my question would be, is there a way outside of social media to get things off the ground? Oh my gosh. Yes. This is a great question. And I I first want to just say, yes, the algorithm algorithm isn't what it was, but we have social media. That is so powerful. And I do believe that with shifting just a tiny bit in, of how we look at it, it can be even better. So the first thing that I would like to do for myself, for you, for everyone listening, is to never blame the algorithm again. So just say, okay, great. This is what we're working with. And it's a huge bonus. So some ways that we can overcome that are to look at other options as well. So not just social media, 
But we always tell our people in our mastermind as well when they have this question, because this is a very normal question, is that you need to look at other ways to add value. And building an audience, aka audience acquisition, really takes time. It's like years of no like and trust. So if it's someone who's like, ah, it's been two months or six months or whatever, or a year, sometimes that's still not enough. And maybe, you know, there's some moments that are like those come to Jesus moments of, is my content good? Like if I was, you know, a person, my ideal client, would I want to follow this page? Does it add enough value? Is it truly something that is, you know, content that you're creating for people that changes their life or is shareable? It doesn't mean that every single day your post is going to be mind blowing, but are you creating value within that, you know, potentially week or a few times a week? Because sometimes we can just be putting stuff out there because and we're like, why aren't they looking at my stuff? This is pretty good. Well, sometimes you need to put more thought into it. And is that is that platform the place where your person really is? And does your person need actual like outreach in the DMs to be able to, you know, see your stuff or come into your courses and things like that? So honestly, we always know from working with so many businesses that if you're a coach or you're launching something for the first time, the real sales happen in the DMs in the beginning. It just, it's, it's how it works when you're starting out. Some people need higher touch. They just need, especially if your product costs a little bit more, it's just, it's going to take more one-on-one touch to know, like, and have that person know, like, and trust you and build, build that trust. So creating kind of a personal relationship or outreach with people. And with that said, there's also other places. So putting yourself on a podcast tour, meaning get on people's podcasts, even if they're small shows and start talking about what you do and what you offer. So come up with a really good pitch. Maybe it's the the three ways to get strategically aligned um, in your business or something like that. Like something that you something that you coach on, something that you do. And then make sure with the podcast host, it's cool that at the end you say, you know, I have this, um, I created this special offer, this free opt-in just for your audience. They can opt in at lauriharder.com and they're going to get my three secrets to finding your ideal client. Like make sure that's okay, but then you want to convert that audience into your list that you own. So these are things that we don't think about when we're looking oh. at, we just need an audience, like go on people's podcasts, get in front of other people's audiences, get on their stages. Even if they're really small, especially if you're starting out, that's where you're going to have to start out. That's what I did. Speaking to different groups, speaking to mastermind groups, speaking to people's Facebook pages, you know, ask if you can offer value in any way or, or get interviewed and, and make sure it's a really good topic that you're giving that person that adds a lot of value to their group. So not just, I have a really good story. This is what I went through that's not enough to be able to pitch their audience or or say, this is what your audience is going to get from this. Now, if you have a great story and here are the three lessons that I teach that your audience will walk away with, that's a good pitch and share exactly what those are and make sure that they are good enough, spicy enough that people would all want to tune in. So that's definitely my advice for that. What do you think, Evans? I like that because it's you have a lot of action steps there. You're not just sure you want to keep posting on your Instagram so they have something to look at once they land on your page. But you're are you saying like cold email people, cold message people, follow people that you like and send them a note with your pitch on there? All totally. those things. That's awesome. I love all those. And it things. depends on what you do. I've had people who specifically have messaged me a lot, like, hey, I I coach high level entrepreneurs to blankety blank blank blank. Like maybe if it's for, you know, to feel 
better within your relationships or life, or maybe it's to expand your business even more and make sure that you're still in alignment in this area. Like get clear on what exactly it is that you do and why you want to help that person. Um, and then you can reach out in, in the DMs. I love that. So you're putting yourself out there. Putting yourself out there. So Evans, I'm so grateful for you and just grateful for everybody who tunes in. Any any last words of wisdom? Oh, I think we should all ask somebody out for coffee. Oh, that is so good. I love that. Don't you think? And on the next episode, I'm going to ask why. Yeah. Okay. So tune in, tune in next week to find out why. Okay. All right, everyone. <laughs> She's like, okay, I'd like to find out why for myself as well. Okay, everyone. Um, we're obsessed with you and we always love to hear your takeaways. So make sure you give us a tag and we'll see you next week. And you can find out why Evans thinks going to coffee with people is a great idea. Goodbye. Yeah, it's very good. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday, I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back and I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, 
not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you want to create on a course or webinar and bam, it just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're going to customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages, and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers who use this. And now their smart AI platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business. Go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com.